Calhoun. I'm doing myself a little monologue. You get yourself set up. We're talking yeah. about the lawless survivor Facebook groups and how you can never watch an episode more than like 10 minutes late before getting it spoiled. I mean, it's no, ridiculous. I know it. Don't I know it. It's crazy. It's actually ridiculous. And then on the Facebook, Zach spoiled the fucking episode for me today. So That's questionable. That's so not questionable. I knew exactly what you were talking about when you said you wanted to shit on CT stands. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll do our official intro now. Welcome to the Saniac Podcast. If you're new, we do live weekly recaps of MTV's The Challenge. We will be doing a mid-season Survivor recap soon, maybe this weekend, so tune in for that. Oh my god, my grandma is here! Hi, my man. My grandma <laughs> just tuned in. I wonder if that's actually her or my aunt watching. Um, and I'm Shawnee Suisa, your host, Big Time Challenge fan. This is Zach Calhoun. Uh, he's basically a dinosaur. This is why he has trouble with technology. It's like, it's kind of a thing. I, uh, I, I guess you got it. I'm, I'm on full quarantine mode. I'm like extra gray for everyone tonight. Yo, I'm um, graying too. This is yeah. a problem. Ooh, snap. No, no, Welcome no. I've, to the got, club. I've had grays for ages. Honestly, ages. It's not, um, what's it called? <laughs> That's meant to be no problem. Um, it's, it's not a new thing. This has been happening for a long time. Anyways, you guys can check us out. We're at SaniacPodcast.com. We've got our girls writing for us this season. Jennifer and obviously Hannah's back with Hannah's Hit List. They've been doing some phenomenal recaps, both very different styles, but really funny and really poignant and and always um, jotting down things that I think. So check them out. We'll have those out throughout the weekend, throughout the week, whatever my body feels like doing work. Um, and obviously social media, Saniac Podcast on all of the platforms. And you can follow me and Zach individually. I'm Shawnee Suisse on Instagram and he is ZCal77. So tonight I'll be going live doing Mufletas, Lumimuna. This is the Moroccan Jewish tradition of tonight to end Passover. That's what we I'm talking make, about. We make mufletas like crazy. It's going to be so much fun. We only have a third bottle of vegetable oil left, and this is a very oil-intensive dish, so we'll see if this will work out. But it'll be fun. Tune in. You can watch me jamming with my family and making food. You know, everyone loves when I fucking cook food. But you guys uh, love when I cook, yeah. and now all I'm doing I can't say it enough. Your Instagram is fire. It yeah. is... It, it's educational it's entertaining hey education enlightening i love it you guys got to be on this guys whoa high praise from the baboon here everyone That's I'm, pretty just, phenomenal. I'm just telling you i'm high telling praise. you what's up all right i i don't know if my grandma's still watching hopefully she doesn't understand what i'm saying right now but i did block a lot of my aunts on my stories just for the one story i did that wasn't kosher for passover but um but if you are watching my man i'm sorry uh okay so let's jump right in to the episode no travis not mimosas but maybe there will be mimosas at mumuna who knows who All knows right. let's jump right into the episode i'm gonna start us off post elimination vibes seems to be the trend now this is the format uh we go into the house and you see ct rogan and kyle discussing strategy <clears throat> And this is where I start instantly getting confused. I'm so confused as to why CT thinks it's going to be the end of the world to get into an elimination. Like why he thinks that this is going to be so difficult for him to achieve or to do that he has not a single friend who would send him in later on. Like, because I feel like everyone, just, it's weird. Everyone's so scared of him. That's why he knows that he's so good at eliminations and everyone's so scared of him Are that they they're never going to vote him in. That's Are what they it, all that's... still scared? I feel like that was such a hype up. <laughs> Maybe not now, but that sure is what we were presented. The editing team 
went into overtime to essentially be the voice of the stands. <laughs> I th- yeah, they is so perfect. They but the way that they edited this episode pissed me off because it almost felt like I mean, I get that CT is scary and stuff, but at, does at was, any point do these do was. these people become not scary? Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. At yeah. any point in this process, do you ever think to yourself like, oh, there's tougher competition here that I'm gonna have to worry about apart from CT? And on top of that, the way that they kept acting acting like Jay was the easiest person just makes me think that they don't watch Survivor not even for a second, you know? And that's that's yeah. what drives me bananas. They underestimate this guy who has so much agility, so much endurance. He's a fucking rock climber. He like tying knots and thinking that knots are going to get Jay when he's on Survivor. I mean, come on, you know, like all of these things just compiled into overhyping CT and underrating Jay the whole episode. And it was uh, weird. It was just uh, weird. Yeah. For those of those of you that have listened to us, watched us, those who pay attention to what we have to say. And I mean, if you don't, I don't really blame you. Who really gives a shit in, in, in the end. But we do. We care about what we have to say. That's why we talk to each other because we're friends. So I know that Shani listens to me Sometimes when I make what we have to say. I, <laughs> I have a whole mission statement about reputation. How is reputation earned? And at what point does reputation go away. Don't you have to consistently defend the reputation that you mm. earn? And I seriously have an issue with people that I feel uh, are given reputations that they haven't earned. It's a whole it's a whole big thing. And we talk about it a lot. I talk about it a lot. God knows I focus on it way too much sometimes. But in this case, nothing has bothered me more than the stands praise of people like Cara Maria as an elimination queen who never goes into eliminations anymore. And the same can be said about CT as an elimination king and beast who, one, was never that good at eliminations in the first place, and two, never goes in eliminations anymore. No, but and three, CT, CT in his prime was scary for a limbs. That's for fucking was sure. Was scary, not necessarily in a limbs, Shawnee. We're talking about a guy... I mean, I'm going to jump all over the headline who I mean, is now five and five some, all time in elimination. Okay. But the guy has some impressive elimination wins. And if you like, you can discredit some of his losses too. the fucking flag ripping and shit. Like that was the worst designed a limb. That was just stupid. So I, I, I even give him that one. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But that, that look, then you got to give it to Beth too. Beth I, gets it too. I mean, yeah, I think Beth gets it for sure. I think that whole <laughs> thing was rigged for Svet, but, but nothing. I'm upset about it. Cause we all love Svetlana in this house, but, but still like, I, I do feel like there is some, um, uh, rationale for CT's reputation, but over the years, Maybe like the guy, at one point. yeah, at one point, thank you. At one point, the guy was scary. He fucking carried bananas like a backpack. We can't yeah. just forget about that. And I think when you have a performance like that, even if it's just one performance like that, that's going to scare the shit out of so many people. And so for them, it makes sense that they would be scared of CT, but I mean, my God, the guy has changed so much and it's clear. And he even mentions that he needs a fucking tune up. I really agree with what Corey said in the comments. Uh, he said, editing made it so obvious Jay was going to win, laid it on way too thick. And I knew way it from the get-go. Yep. They always do this. They either show the person so much on screen time, you know, who's about to lose, whatever it is. They just do all these stupid shit like Jen, the entire episode about Jen last week. Obviously that wasn't necessary, you know, but because she was losing that elimination they decided to make her the the screen queen for the week it's just too obvious i completely agree with that look you guys um ct he's maybe old in the regard in the respect of what we deem as old on this reality competition but in real life he's only 39 years old he looks horrible and after the elimination was over for 39 he, he was hobbling 
literally he was hobbled after the elimination. He looked like a he retiree. He was grabbing his back. Horrible. And he looks like he needs a new hip. It's yeah. insane. Hey. He maybe yeah he needs to get into better shape, but he doesn't look horrible. Have you seen? There are some twenty nine. He looked weathered shape than CT. Can okay, Greg Greg Holcomb, my man in the comments. Can you please tell me how old Mark Long was when he was on X's? Okay, because I'm pretty sure he was only like. I'm pretty sure he was like 39. I think he was the same age then as CT is now. Do I think CT could get in better shape? Absolutely. Do I think he looks horrible for 39? No. No. All right, let's move on. Anyways, we get Jay and D flirting. This was like a little romance bit of the episode. That was weird. And then we have Bailey and Swaggy's blanket. I would like to say I bought my best friend a blanket with a bunch of pictures of us on it, and she uses it all the time. And I would be offended if she didn't use it if we were going away somewhere. So you know what? I think that's really fucking cute of them. Um, Bananas, Jordan, Tori, Kayla, Nani, all talking about Ashley. This is like where the Ashley Bananas beef first starts. They start planting all these little seeds. And Bananas calls Ashley a snake, which I thought was really ironic and hilarious. And then you have Ashley crying to Jenny, who later expresses to Bananas that she doesn't even trust Ashley. Bananas walks in and starts making comments like you switch alliances, like you switch underwear, blah, 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 which to me is actually a good thing because that means that Ashley frequently changes her underwear, which is good hygiene. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. That's, that's a good spot, dude. So okay. you know what? Like, I'm pleased with that if that's what that means. Um, and and I don't know, this whole thing was a bit weird. There, a lot of this drama is just a bit, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> like, uh, it feels mucky. It feels like mucky drama. Mm. that's what it I feels that's like a, man excellent point here it feels you're, like you're a bunch of right now it feels like a bunch of adults trying to fight it'd be like if i no that that is exactly what it is it's like trying to pick fights that's what the whole thing is and they're, they're just so old i feel like we need younger cast members to bring yes, in authentic drama because they're the ones who are hot-headed who are stupid like even we mentioned last week with josh changing so much from big brother to now because he was 19 on that show we need 19 year olds in the fucking challenge again you know they're the ones who cause insanity the majority of the cast should be sub 30 and then you should have the the amount of of the cast this season that's in their 20s that should be the amount that should be the vets that are in their 30s and 40s exactly. but the majority of the cast should be in their 20s you need to flip it and then obviously you need to rotate who the uh who the vets are you need to stop. You need to tell CT, hey, we're not casting you again until you shape up, my friend. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, up. yeah, you got to do stuff like that. Um, man, I have so many thoughts on on everything that happened. But really, the craziest part of all right, of this hold on, was, Michael, the blanket I got for my friend was mostly me and her. So you just fuck off with that. <laughs> the um, the craziest part of all of this is that. I'm going into the challenge last night after watching Survivor, which was just insane. And we'll discuss a little bit, but like truly insane. So then I had to go in from that and I had to go into the challenge, which was spoiled for me due to Twitter. Thank you. Alan is Mr. Spoiler this season. He's yeah, just he's fucking spoiling all over the place. He's just on that. I've been boycotting him. 
He's an asshole. <laughs> so he's been on that spoiler game. So I look and I see that something's going on with CT on Twitter, which honestly I wasn't even that mad about because I've been waiting for this to happen because of, you know, how unbearable the CT stands have been. So at that point I was going through the episode knowing that something happened. Wait, but have they been to, unbearable? Like, like have they actually been unbearable? So so unbearable robert's about to sound off in the comments i mean is robert a ct stan or is he just no no no, robert's an anti-ct stan he he aligns with me where where are they sounding off so much i would say uh challenge fans challenge talk and twitter i mean twitter they just elected the guy the winner of the challenge madness bracket this was a hell of a time for that to happen that's true. <laughs> <laughs> As the all-time elimination beast, they, 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 the stands elected him over Landon in a blowout in the finals. Hey, guys, I got news for you. I bet Landon's still in shape right now. So find me a current is. picture of Landon, and he's in shape, I guarantee you. Yo, someone find us a current shirtless picture of Landon. That's yeah, can I get current shirtless Landon versus current shirtless CT? Actually, I have – I'm, I mean, I'm – uh, Unfortunate to admit, I have a current shirtless picture of CT on my phone <laughs> that I plan on <laughs> that you? I plan on posting on fa- on uh, challenge fans later this week. Ooh, uh, <laughs> Zach's about to body shame. Everybody body shame Zach in return. No, no, uh, I'm gonna um, post it without comment. I'm not gonna say anything. You guys are free to draw your own conclusions. That's my new game. That I just is post, just ridiculous. I just that post a fact. I post a fact and then I let people draw their own conclusions. For example, the uh, the Abe thread that I started the other day. Uh, yeah, posting the posting the actual facts about what the cast member said happened on Bloodlines, and I didn't say anything about Cara Maria. And then the stands came in, and they were like, "Oh, you got to dig so deep to yeah, burn be- Cara." Oh, oh, because because people can't jump to the conclusion that this was in a way, or at least intended <laughs> slightly, to fucking shade Cara. Like, come on, Zach, you are well, an, oh, welcome, Brandy. An I know closet Cara hater, guys out of the closet she's not even she's on this irrelevant season. we've been talking about her make us a shirtless ct blanket for the saniac store now that's, oh, that's oh. a hot blanket no okay. prime ct prime. no 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 the 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 one side is like gauntlet three to rivals yeah, yeah, era yeah, ct yeah, yeah. and then the back yeah, side is current now. ct <laughs> <laughs> wow Honestly, that's like, funny before and after quarantine like that's what that is yeah that's what that is i i resent people at this point saying that ct has a dad bod because i'm a dad too i kind of got it i I'm, i've got like a, a a dad bod dad bod's supposed to be like I, kind of in shape not a not a complete mess i don't know if it is really i don't really like dad bod i think it's a weird thing to i'm like. way i'm way over the term the term's not, two years played out not a fan of dad bod um uh sexualization only because no one's like oh that mom bod is so hot like it's stupid yeah, right it work both ways it's not gonna work one way no, no, no. excellent point shawnee excellent point. <laughs> no no shout anyway. out to zach cooper i'm very happy shout out to brandy i'm glad she's back in here she she messaged me trying to get the the scoop on on when we're going live and what's all going on yeah, so. you guys, just so we'll reiterate this again, we're going to be going live Thursdays from now on just because Winners at War is also on Wednesday nights, and that's MTV's fault for fucking that up for themselves. There's just no way that we're going to be able to prioritize the challenge to watch over Winners at War. So we'll be doing everything Thursdays, yeah. uh, at least until Winners of War ends, and then we'll reevaluate from there. We might keep it Thursdays. It's nice to not have to watch it in such a rush. So before we get back to the episode, one thing you were talking about is with spoilers, and what I'm seeing from everyone, I'm seeing from people on Twitter, I'm seeing from challenge fans mods, I'm seeing it on Reddit. There's like a new thing right now where people will like DM you spoilers against your will. Like just Why? to be an asshole, they will go into your DMs and they will DM you spoilers. 
And I don't understand this culture. Like that's truly just an evil dickhead thing to do. And honestly, you know what this whole culture goes back to is the fucking Harry Potter bit, Harry Potter video, early internet days, the Snape killed Dumbledore video. That's what started this shit. Do you remember this when when somebody went to on, on the night that Half Blood Prince came out? Somebody went in the store. They read the end of the book to get the spoiler, the the, the Snape Dumbledore spoiler, oh, shut and then up, they actually. got in their car and they drove <laughs> past the bookstore. And everybody that was in line, they yelled, "Snape kills Dumbledore!" And ever since That's then, so mean. There, there has been this culture, this bullshit culture. Fuck! I didn't know about that. That's such a dick move. Holy crap! I used to, I used to go watch the midnight showings of Harry Potter. We'd get all dressed up and shit. I was into it. I was into. I it. wasn't a loser like that. I read the books. I was know. into it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! See, I was so <laughs> cool. I could do things like that and still be in the popular crew. Hey. I got you. I got you. The, the popular <laughs> California Moroccan Jew. Group. I was in my own crew. I was friends with everyone. That's how I won I like all that. my elections. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I got you. We had we had this group at school actually that caused a shit ton of issues. It was three of my girlfriends, but every time we would have a group session with the whole class to discuss the problems in the grade, the the terms that everyone would use would be there are three or four girls who are da 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 da, da and I would always be or four because I wasn't really <laughs> part of it and I wasn't really doing anything, but like I would be in the crew sometimes. It was three or four, whatever fuckers, fuckers. So right, anyways, yeah, stop spoiling stop. shit, people. Just stop. Stop yeah. being assholes. Stop spoiling shit and let's get into the challenge. Uh, it is actually really hard to watch. The sh- I find it hard to watch when the individual episodes are spoiled. I already kind of know how the season's going to play out slightly, but I don't know the order. I don't know exactly when, and I don't want to know. I want to be able to watch the episodes with a fresh mind so I can come in here and give you guys an honest, authentic, genuine recap. All right. Daily challenge. Decode and detonate. There are 26 puzzle boards, one for each of them. Each puzzle board has its, has its own code. Far up on a hill are two decoding stations. When TJ says go, they have to run up, get the key to their codes, run back down, and solve it. The first two people to solve their puzzles then go to a detonator and blow up one of these trucks. Now, I'm not sure what MTV's whole shtick is with giant metal props, but this is just another one of those where they had a giant metal prop that was useless. It's almost without fail that I can mention a giant metal prop in every challenge. And sometimes it's practical and sometimes it has absolutely no... Like, well, where do they get these trucks from? Are they just from a junkyard? And they're thinking we're going to smash them anyway? That's a great question. Yeah, like who provides these set pieces to them? They have to have some kind of contact who... and. I mean, we're the, they're in the Czech Republic. Uh, they don't just have like an individual contact in every country that they're that they're filming in, you know? Yeah, like, probably, they, probably they have to have one guy and that person or girl, and that person has to ship the parts, you know, by boat, by truck, somehow well, to I'm get sure them out. I'm sure that they source a lot of it locally, but like they, it's, yeah, it's, you're moving around from country to country. And I just don't, under, I, I wonder, I don't know, this might be a conspiracy theory, guys. Like maybe this isn't true, but is it possible that those are mini set recreations and they just say that they're blowing up trucks and there are no trucks being blown up? Whoa. I mean, I don't know, I, guys. I love it. I don't know. I fucking love that. The theory. way that it looked on the screen, I mean, that could have been a fucking mini truck blow up, you know? And they didn't show the people in front of the explosions. R- wow. I didn't even think of that. They like, didn't show if it. CT, yeah, why do the CGI CT in front of a big fire? Why not do a pan out and mm-hmm. actually show it blowing up and mm-hmm. show CT there? 
I okay. don't know. I don't I know. Like this is one of those, you guys. Conspiracy we'll corner, Rebecca, you nailed it. Conspiracy <laughs> corner. <laughs> this is just like last corner. week when we <laughs> said that all the reactions to the to Jordan's uh helicopter box throwing failures were scripted and fake yeah, and like all of ct's hyping that was definitely mm-hmm. that was definitely uh, yeah. extra that was extra well, ho- hopefully we don't have to see that anymore but anyways <laughs> all right so <laughs> in the challenge we see fessy doing pretty well again i was impressed with his running times i don't know how he did in the puzzle part but we do see that he's got a lot of athleticism so coming in you know, coming off Big Brother, he didn't do very well at all. And he wasn't even that great at the competitions either. So for me to be able to see him perform this way, I kind of expected it. Um, Swaggy, he gets a check first, but he's not correct. Then CT gets a check second. He is correct. And he ends up blowing that car. Bailey pulls a move that I was so proud of, looks over to Jenny's board, sees she has a similar character, one of the characters she didn't figure out, and uses whatever, you know, decoding answer that Jenny had on her own puzzle asked for the check gets it right and gets to go fucking blow up the truck and gets in the tribunal and I thought that was a phenomenal move on her part people are not cheating enough on this show anymore (laughs) I yeah I really like that move and wow I'm thinking about this conspiracy stuff more you know when she was running (laughs) I got that thinking when Bailey was running to the detonator it the way that it was edited it sounded like swaggy was like right next to her well, like, it he's screaming. Like, why was there no shot of the blowing up that, like, yeah. it just, it, there was no full frame of it all, and it made no sense to me. It because was the just, distance that she would have to cover yeah. to get there, plus the distance it would have to be safely away from the truck exploding, there's no way that you'd be able to hear Swaggy so clearly like that cheering Well, no, but they're her. all mic'd up, so they're, he's using, he, so they're using his audio, and they're just upping mm, it, because they want him mm, in the Using it in post, I got you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What do you guys think? I'm I'm starting to think the shit was fake. I still think it's just so shady. Because why? Also, just from a production and like side of things, when you think about the practicality of it all, and what's the use of that thing? What the fuck is the use of blowing up? Mm. It has no relevance, and they don't have to film it there in order to get a a shot of it. So why would Mm. they do that? It makes no sense to shoot it there. It's like, it's just crazy to me. I mean, well, uh, you know what, you know. Greg, uh, Greg coming in with with the classic reference, the original cheating to win <laughs> challenge uh, move, the battle of the sexes one final when the girls did not knock over their puzzle pieces. And Jamie, Mark Long and Colin from real world Hawaii, one of the best real world seasons, they copied it. It got them right back in the race and they went on to win the final. And ever since then, there's been a storied lineage of cheating or attempting to cheat in puzzles. So Bailey, good on you. Bailey, I yeah, respect that, it. I, I actually get frustrated when I see things like that and they don't take advantage of those kind of moves. So I'm I'm all for Bailey. I, you know, like I said when we did the spoilers, this is definitely a more conducive environment for Bailey, Swaggy and fessy i'm not like i think casey will do well but in terms of entertainment wise this is not a place for her to shine because she's so quiet so it's not like there's not gonna be big moments for her on this show apart what from season was it where evan got busted because he tried to write uh instructions on his arm like oh, a cheat sheet on his oh, arm and they the caught puzzles, him the puzzles the puzzles yeah <laughs> the little like tanagram is that dual two is no. that dual or dual two i think i think it was later or maybe gauntlet three shit I don't know. Some Greg, drop that in there. I feel like you would know. Yeah, that. Greg, Greg, we need you. We Greg, need we you need on point you. tonight, man. We need you. Um, all right. So anyway, CT and Bailey are the winners. The challenge wasn't that exciting. Apart from that, we just see a bunch of people scrambling. Ashley's like reading out her puzzle out loud. Bananas tells her to shut up. 
whatever. Um, and oh, it's dual, Zach. It's dual. All right. Uh, and then it comes time for the tribunal to pick a third person to join them. And this is another moment where we really see Bailey make a play. I mean, I was impressed with her throughout this whole sequence right here. And she ensured that her man was going to be in the tribunal with her and safe because apparently they didn't want to go into elimination. I also thought I it was really, a good move. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was a good move on CT's part as well, because he made it, he made the discussion out in the open. So it sort of put them on the spot. They really have to hold their word, but it gives them an opportunity. Bailey knows that by them having to say everything out loud, it gives them the opportunity to earn trust with the whole house. That was an easy way for them to earn trust. Well, I, I think that, uh, you know, it was also interesting the way that when CT is talking out loud, he's kind of like, you know, what if you guys get the power in the tribunal? Like, this is my chance to go into elimination. If you, you guys might steal it from me and send Swaggy in. And so I like Swaggy's response where as we have to reiterate every week, I don't watch Big Brother guys, but I, I do know the reputation that people assign <laughs> to them. So Swaggy goes, what, do you think the Big Brother, that, that we just we just backdoor everyone? And CT's like, well, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how you're going to do it. So Well, he said, but he was trying to say backstab and he ended up saying backdoor, which is a really common move in Big Brother. So it was, uh, Okay, it was that, well, I knew, I knew about the move. I was, was cr- trying to think like yeah. how it would properly apply to that situation. I think you're, that, makes, that makes more sense though. He's just so used to Big game. Brother vernacular. The Big yeah. Brother players are playing a good game. They know they know what the fuck is up. And they are they are more conniving. Big Brother is a much more conniving game than the challenges because you go in there, no one knows anyone. You're in there to like no one's there to I mean you're yeah, you're making friends and stuff every day, but you're really focused. You only get one shot to play Big Brother. You know, it's most people have been waiting for this for ages and if they haven't been, then they're recruits and they usually get voted out the first few episodes because they fucking suck and they don't know what to do. <laughs> Although Swaggy actually got voted out the first few, but he was just a hothead. Um, okay, so we go into the nomination strategy at the house. We get more of the scrambling. I like that there's the house nominations now because we get these moments of scramble and it's always fun to watch this happen. And we see the girls rallying to try and save Jay, which is awesome because we all know I love Jay and he's been doing phenomenal. Ashley starts gunning for bananas, which I thought was a great move on her part because a banana CT elimination would have been awesome. That would have been so much better in my opinion. But I mean, we did give Jay now this golden opportunity to slay the fucking CT man. So that was good for him in that. I mean, it, it was it, it was such an easy matchup. Jay's so small. I mean, this is this is a free win to the finals. Anybody should go in there and take on Jay. Whoo! Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, all right, so then we get Kayla going and talking to Corey and letting them know what happened uh, and that the girls are trying to rally against them. Corey, Nelson, and Fessy then say, start saying, okay, well, why don't we rally behind voting for Bananas? So now we have some of the boys on board. Uh, and then they go and speak to Wes, who's playing a really coy and not trying to show any of his cards, but he ends up revealing them a little bit later. We yeah. run into straight into nominations now and banana starts it all off by voting for Jay and Jay did something here that I thought was genius that I, a lot of people who are on the spot don't do enough of. And I think this was a survivor move from him and he just instantly voted back for bananas because he knew that there was going to be a rally against bananas and he didn't want a chance for there to be this whole pileup of Jay votes. So right away he says, no, I'm going to vote for you. And I think a lot of people, especially rookies, they just sit there. They're in shock. They're like, Oh my God, I'm voted for, I don't know what to do. Yeah. That, that's what a soft did last week. He just let yeah, it happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, he just let it happen. And so or I two think weeks ago, yeah. Jay really took that opportunity to say, well, I'm going to swing the momentum as fast and as hard as I can towards bananas. And so that was a good move. I want to see more people do that kind of shit. 
Um, and then we get a whole cornucopia of fucking votes. Like, I don't even know what the hell happened here. There was all of these people's names who got dropped that I was not even expecting. Uh, Fessy, Nelson, and Corey end up voting for bananas. D kicks it off with the girls voting for bananas. Bear's face during the nominations is like crazy. He ends up voting for Jay. You got Jordan who votes for himself. Jenna burns a vote on Nelson, which then creates this snowball effect of Josh, Nani, and Casey voting for Nelson. And then Nelson throws out the audacity as an actual. <laughs> he said audacity. That's great. Um, a couple things about that. First of all, like clearly that was an organized plan. So I hate Jenna doing like the pussy footing thing. Oh, it's a burn vote. Sorry, Nelson. But was and then that Kayla, an organized yeah. plan? And then Kayla votes for Nelson. Clear. I think it was. I don't think it was. I, I don't think I, it was I think so. I, the, I, think that, I, think, I think they wanted to burn. I think Jenna originally wanted to burn the vote on Nelson. And then, and then all of them following suit was just because, okay, well, Kayla did it. Okay, Josh did it. Okay, Nani did it. Like, you know what I mean? They were just like, well, that's an easy person to vote to vote for that isn't bananas i think i but the but the kayla nani jenna alliance i feel like they had to have had their vote ready going in that's that that's how i feel about it and maybe um, i don't think also, that smart the best way to describe it is as scott yeager said it on twitter that it's it, it was like a live tribal it was like a survivor live tribal yeah and wow we, we mentioned like we are really happy to see house votes returning in this fashion everyone's sitting on the couches this has been missing mm. since I, wh when is the last time they they Since voted in this fashion? Like Rivals ever. Three, I it's I been miss gone. This kind of voting forever. It's been gone for a really long time, and it's been sorely missed. And it made for some of the more interesting votes. Well, I guess they did it in Dirty Thirty a little bit. It was it was kind of it was kind of jacked the way they did it in Dirty Thirty though. But anyways, it was great to see it to see four different people catch votes and. Um, oh my God. And Jordan voting for himself. And Johnny was so pissed. Like when Jordan did that, Johnny's like, oh fuck. Like I, yeah. I needed Jordan's I vote. Screwed. Yeah. yeah. Like he could see all the momentum going against him. And let me just tell you so, when okay, my so guy, Cooper when saying my it was man, planned, by the way, Cooper saying it was planned that there was a fight before. Cooper has like I think Cooper might be pink rose he's been DMing me tea for like the last two weeks he 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 claims it's from That's the tea a hot pages take. he claims it's from the tea pages but I think it's I think he's the one with the tea running the tea pages um but look when people started voting for my guy Nelson Thomas my man mm -hmm. I wasn't he's, happy your, about he's it. been your man for like five seconds you he's my man now Wait, I wasn't how come he wasn't your man when I you didn't was take with Shane? I feel like he should have become your man once he was partnered with Shane. No, he was. That's when I started like fully fucking with him when when him and Shady Shane ran Final Reckoning. But now um, it's like you need another loser to root for, so you just picked him. Another loser. Yeah, let me. <laughs> did you see? There were people. Every time I say "Did you see" on social media, the the answer is no because I'm the only one paying like super close attention to all this bullshit. What is, because, it? What is it? And I don't blame you because why would you fuck with this? But so I'm looking on Twitter. <laughs> And Nelson made the comment in, oh, you know what? He said it in the tri he said it in the tribunal. I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but Nelson made a comment where he said, you know, I'm known for eliminations. Oh, yeah, and someone me. acted all indignant about that. They were like, who who says you're known for eliminations? You know, you flop or something. And guys, what what is he saying? Right, one we discussed elimination record. record is really good. It's really so. Good. He's so CT CT Mister Five and Five is an elimination god. And Nelson, seven and one is a flop. Yeah, but like you said, scary reputation are not always reputation. 
It's I love it, Shani. It's match up. All You're right, on so board. we did the whole Kayla versus Nelson fight thing, which was, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck this fight was. I, mean, I have no comment on this fight. Uh, the only thing I have a comment on is, is Bear, who was so ecstatic that Kayla didn't vote for him. It was cute. It was adorable. I love Bear. His, <laughs> his, his confessionals will always be top. Um, then we get Anissa voting for Jordan, which I thought was weird, because then Tori votes for Jay, which I didn't really get that vote per se. Then Big T votes for Bananas. Wes votes for Jay, which solidifies the Wes Bananas unholy alliance, whatever the fuck they want to call it. And that also is when Corey realizes, all right, clearly these people are working together. So Corey has some things going on up here. I think his kids have made him smarter. Uh, then we get... <laughs> Then we get Bananas going in for a kiss on Wes, which was like this really awkward romantic moment that I didn't want to watch for very long. Melissa reneges on her vote and votes for Jay, which I thought was a shady, shitty mm -hmm. move. DJ Mel. I don't know. Should we blame it on the pregnancy hormones? Like, I feel like we should just blame it on something so we don't have to hate her for that one. Dude, but I feel like watching this, and fan. this is by no means, this is by no means a weight comment or any, any, anything like that. But I feel like watching this, you can just see that she's pregnant. Like she's got the glow. Like you can just see it. You're yeah, like, she oh does my God. look a bit. She does also. She's her, pregnant. Her <laughs> face up. is slightly bloated, like just ever so slightly. Like not like anything crazy. I mean, the girl's so hot. So listen, whatever. But absolutely. But absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, I think she's, finding she's out glow. that you're pregnant after you've just competed in like a, a one month or a six week, whatever intense physical competition must be one of the most great insane things to realize. Like, could you imagine she comes back from the challenge? She goes to take a pee test. She's like, oh, I haven't got my period in so long. This is weird. Goes to take a pee test <laughs> and is sat there like all of her mind is flashing back to all the challenges she's done. She's probably going to have to go into an elimination at some point. Maybe it'll be physical contact. Who knows? She's thinking about all these and she's sitting there like, shit, I did all this with a baby inside. That's a <laughs> boss ass move. That's the only other person who's done that is Serena Williams. Serena Williams won a grand slam while pregnant. No way. I didn't know that. In the early stages of pregnancy. Yeah. Wow. What a boss. That's like, I know. That's, that's boss ass bitch. That's seriously a boss move. But she, you know, she never even, isn't she like nine months pregnant now or she has the baby already? She's, she, was she had, she had a baby. I don't she know if she got baby, pregnant again. She, she had the baby already, but she was tiny towards the end of her pregnancy. I remember looking at a photo of her from the back and you just couldn't even tell. You had to only see her from the side. So, uh, yeah, she is. Queen DJ Mel Reeves. Yes, Irving. There we go. Absolutely. All right. So, so we finish here, off the votes. Let's just at the end of the votes, this is what I liked is um, Nelson and Bananas who are, you know, they're on opposite sides, but they both hit on something that was so true. Johnny stands up and Johnny says, you know, when everybody sit, everybody wants to talk, but mm. when everyone sits down face to face, nobody has any balls. And Nelson was like, yeah, like you guys say you're going to do one thing. I did what I said I was going to do. I voted for Johnny and you guys, and he's talking about Corey. He's talking about Melissa. You, you guys back down. You don't have balls. Maybe he's talking about some of the people that self-voted or people that voted a different way. Also, Kayla straight up lied. I mean, they they literally yeah, had but, the conversation of her throwing Johnny's name out there. Straight okay, but up Cooper's, lied. But Cooper's saying that, no, no, but that's not what Nelson said. No, Kayla was telling the truth in that moment. That's not what that's not what Nelson Nelson was trying to say that Kayla was saying that she was gonna go and vote for bananas, but that isn't what she told them. She just said that all the girls are not gonna vote for Jay, that they're leaning against that and that they're going mm. for bananas. So Nelson yeah, trying to right. come yeah, Nelson trying to come at Kayla for that, that was actually wrong. Uh, but the, Nelson's comprehension skills are not top notch, you know. So hey, Shani, Shani, lay off really my guy. It. 
I wouldn't Lay be surprised if that's what Nelson thought it happened and he just didn't know. Now, as far as I'm not having balls, though, if the girls had planned to go in there and vote for Nelson because they got in a fight before this, this fucking meeting or whatever, then they're going in there doing exactly what it is that they, they had planned. Nelson just wasn't a part of that plan. So it's not like they didn't. People like Corey and Melissa, yeah, that's really where it comes into play. But I do think that once they realize that the vote could just as easily go to Jay as it could to Bananas, they thought, you know what? I'm not going to rock it right now. There's just no point. Overall, in most reality competition shows, when people try to take such a big swing, right? Ashley tried to rally votes and take a big swing to get Johnny in against either Jay or against CT. And it failed. It failed big time. And that's not going to go well. Like when you mm. try to make them, like if, if you're in Survivor and you try and blindside someone and you fail, yeah, but bananas, the heat's going to come right that. back on you. I mean, yeah, but, but, but okay, the person who led the charge was Ashley. The heat was yeah. always going to be on her anyways. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And D is a bit protected from bananas right now because of Wes. And I also don't think, I don't think they're even scared of bananas in that way. Like, yeah, you know what? The heat's going to come back on. But at the same time, bananas has very little power when you look at the dynamics of this house right now. You've got the girls in one corner, like the Jen and Nani them. You've got these big brother and survivor people who are a huge chunk of the house right now. You've got the Brits on the other end. You've got like bananas sat there with Wes. You know, I think Johnny has numbers. more power than we realize because he managed to slide out of that vote. Like he managed to dodge it. And I do think that Ashley will, if she doesn't, I, I'm going to say Ashley will probably end up in elimination next week. Like Johnny's going to rally against her. And if she doesn't, she'll be going into an elimination soon. By the way, yeah, she's was Maddie- go anyways. She's got to go in anyways. Was Maddie present for the votes? Was she even there? Or did they just- Tyrell, if that's a spoiler, you're fucking blocked. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I didn't see anything. Um, but if that's just like conjunction, (laughs) conjunction, no conjunction. Conjecture. 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 Sorry, guys. Nelson has been rubbing off on us. Like this is what happens when (laughs) you start standing now. The audacity. (laughs) I'm not looking. Delete it. Delete it. I don't want to see. And honestly, anytime someone tries to pose it like it's conjecture, it's not. They know the spoilers and it's bullshit. Zero tolerance policy, y'all. Yeah, zero tolerance policy. Irving, can you just confirm if that's a spoiler or not? Was it a challenge spoiler or a survivor spoiler? Challenge spoiler, so less important. (laughs) All right, so I'll probably look. (laughs) No, I'm just deleting the comment. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. We've been really into Survivor lately. It's fucking better than this season of the challenge. Let's just put it that way. So, so Maddie was okay. I, Maddie, I or Robert, I agree. She she wasn't there, right? Did she even vote for anyone, or were they just like, yeah, uh, we're, Yo, we're holding the votes? No tomorrow. one is getting screen time unless your name is D or someone you're flirting with this season. That's just the mm-hmm. way it goes. They hey, people are finding ways. People, Jenna and Maddie are. I think they're like hiding in a corner. Something. <laughs> they're hiding in one of the locker rooms or one of the lockers all right so uh so then we get ashley going off on bananas which also was like this weird this weird like adult trying to go off i don't know were they drunk at this nomination ceremony because it just felt really weird. probably <laughs> and and she makes a comment that is so on point though fucking hang up your jersey dude you're everyone's grandpa in here i mean this is what we're talking about with ct with bananas with all of them they're all grandparents at this point so you know what i'm with ashley on that oh he says it's not it's just it's just conjecture 
Um, okay. All right, so, good. Well, then we're on the same page because I think the same thing's going to happen. She's going to go yeah, in. Yeah, but, but tell me why that's bad. Tell me why that's bad. That's what I'm. That's because what I she know. doesn't she want to go in. in. But she, she has she, to. But she she is a CT type. Like her elimination wins are more so advantageous elimination wins. She she's not really known for winning when the heat's turned up. She's had some bad elimination losses. Uh, you never really know what you're going to get out of Ashley. I mean, yeah, but I just don't see how. I feel like they all have to go in at some point. They're all going to have to do it. So they may as well, like, there's no point in being scared of it. There's no, if you're going to lose in an elimination, you're going to lose, but you have to go in at some point to get there. You know what I'm saying? And at this point, I think that the, I mean, it's a pretty tough competition on the girls end. You've got Casey, Bailey, Anissa, who, wh- whatever your opinions are, she's still a tough bitch in eliminations. Especially if, if it's like a fucking wrestling type thing. I mean, no one stands a chance. Her weight will just take them over. She'll just fall back. Mm, we'll, we'll see. see about that. I mean, I, I, I do think that the competition's pretty hard in the girls' end. Like, I think the weaker ones would be someone like Jenna, Kayla, just because they're a little bit floppier uh, and they haven't done as well in the past. But you never know. And so, going into elimination now for the girls is going to be a lot better than going in later, in my opinion. I don't see why it wouldn't be. So, for but against Ashley, who? Like, like, who is who is the easy Ashley's person got a to go against, against? Jenna. Ashley's got a big. Honestly, chance. Ashley is the person Ashley. I would want to go against. I want to go against those people that have reputations that are unearned. Like, go against a Tory. Like, I would want to go against. Go against Jenna. an Ashley. Tory is 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 Tory's I, buying her I own hype. That's go against someone like Jenna way more than I would want to go against someone like Tory and someone like Ashley. The Barbie Ashley- Beast. Because Ashley has something that others don't, which is the ability to fucking think and do puzzles and shit like that. So on the I would want to go against Kayla. Ka- Kayla has lost some bad yeah, eliminations. In yeah, her that's day. the one. You know what? I would actually want to go against Kayla. I think she's the yeah. easiest girl to be on there elimination wise, just because of her track record. Who knows if that's still the case? But, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I really don't see. Also, Nani. Also, yeah. Nani. You know, there's a lot of options there. So I don't know that Ashley is, is going to be petrified to go in, but we'll, we'll see how that goes down. Anyways, we move into the costume party. They're going out, doing our favorite thing, dressing up. I love these. I love these so much. Wes and Bananas have a little drunk chat, which ugh, literally made me want to vomit um, <laughs> up onto things. I don't need to see them having cringe ass drunk chats when they're like old. I just don't, I don't need to see that. I don't need to see any of that. Um, and they're just talking about how they, Wes says something that really made me convulse. He says, I want to be able to see your name or hear your name and smile forever. And the way to do that is if we win now, like, why do you want to smile forever? Every time you hear banana's name, do you guys want to smile forever? Every time you hear banana's name? I personally don't like, I personally don't, I don't have a desire for that. I don't have a desire to smile forever when I hear any of the cast members' names, especially someone that you'd been beefing with for like 30 fucking years. Do you remember before the season, pretty much before every season, when people are always like, oh, we want Rivals 4, even though it would really be like Rivals 7, and they're always like, oh yeah, put Wes and Bananas on a team. What? You guys are crazy. Wes and Kenny was the best team. Yeah, it was. They hate each other. That was an act. That was like an actually good. That was a good fucking. It's not an act. They that hate a, each other. Legit, a, dude. I heard that for rivals, they tried to cast Abe and Adam Larson, and Adam wouldn't do it. <laughs> but you want to talk like 
Abe and Adam Larson, their fight, their fight on Road Girls Viewers rivalry. Revenge, like their legit fight when when that my girl Tori Hall's was that fight yeah, by the when, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when my girl Tori Hall's screaming crying in the background. I heard on an interview that Abe did, I think it was on Challenge Mania, he said that like after that happened, after he got kicked, him and Adam got kicked off, he drove around town looking for Adam. No like way. Off camera. He that's drove around town looking for him because he wanted to keep fighting him. See, that's a that's a rivalry we want to see. That fight was hilarious. Tori was um the most fragile human being I've ever seen in that moment. The girl needs to talk mm. about like that was I think that I was, think that's why people yeah, I think that's that really still rubs people the wrong way about Queen Tori. I think that's why they haven't accepted her as a as a true queen. <laughs> <laughs> that's on YouTube. That's a great one to go back and rewatch. <laughs> oh god <laughs> it's always a great fight when like when they're both shirtless and you can literally hear them just beating the shit out of each other you can hear the fist on skin abe has no abe when abe punches he's just going straight through that's it he's like a fuck he's just going straight through there's no there's nowhere else to go I, i'm on an abe kick right now i love him so much and i miss him he's so good for the show um God, but you know what? Being off the show might be better for him, and I approve of that. I agree. So, uh, last thing in the night out that we get is Jay and D hooking up, which is cute. I think Jay's a good-looking guy. Like he's underrated, and he's also really he's athletic in a sexy way. I love agile humans. I think that's like a hot athletic skill set to have. So you know what? If they want to get it on, they can get it on. But then we get to the after party at the bunker, and this is when Rogan goes all like depressing music video oh moment my God, on, this on great. and he's like he's like oh well are you happy like are you happy now because you won then if you wanted to make me upset then you won it's like broken shut up like what the fuck is going on why he's are you standing there all of a sudden? she's making out with jay right behind him that he's was crazy. a great camera shot oh my god yeah his grumpy ass face but his just rea- his a- reaction was so stupid like he's he's literally pretended that he this is such a guy move I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered. Like, I don't give a shit. You give a bothered. shit, bro. Hey, at least he came to her about his feelings. He, he, um, he revealed, he talked about his feelings with her in an unproblematic way, as the kids love to say. Now. Um, no, it's actually a problematic way because he <laughs> reneges on his feelings. He said that he didn't give a shit. And then now all of a sudden something happens and he does give a shit. So is he going to commit to D or is he just going to get upset whenever she tries to move on with somebody else? That is not good, Rogan. Welcome to the new viewers. We're here discussing One Tree Hill right now. We're on season three. <laughs> We're dealing with the Lucas and Brooke fallout. Um, <laughs> Honestly, it feels that way. Um, but Rogan, and D, I, mean, I don't know. I like Rogan as a, as a person. But this whole like storyline with him and D is just contrived. I don't, I'm not a fan of it. Anyways, we move on to rogan and ct talking and rogan begging ct to go in so he can take out jay and again (laughs) all of this all of this editing of them being like oh jay is so easy he's gonna be the easiest one it's gonna be real competition from here on out sorry you know what the real competition is it's Corey who couldn't make one fucking soccer basket net (laughs) goal Ah. okay that's who the competition is that's who the competition is in there it's Swaggy who got voted out second on fucking Big Brother, who hasn't really been that impressive up till now. We don't know that he's scary in eliminations. We have yep. no idea. It's bananas. Zach Cooper, who did you hear what Shine just said more. about Corey? It's bananas who has lost more eliminations than he's won. 
right? This is all the other competition that's in the house. Why are you thinking that Jay is so much easier than all of these fucking shitheads in this house? Rogan definitely not watching Survivor. Uh, We we can we can all agree on that. They're definitely not watching Survivor. If you just play Survivor for five days, you're tougher than anyone who's been on the challenge. That's it. Damn! Wow, tougher than CT? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Shut up, Zach. (laughs) Have you seen him? Have you seen him drink beer and eat pizza? <laughs> oh my god i've been craving pizza so yo much. zach cooper he's fired up shawnee don't hate on his boy don't hate on Corey in here Corey when, the has been is such in the a flop. when him and nicole couldn't get a single thing together during that final when he himself couldn't get a single thing together during that final because he every single fucking phase was horrible in that final when he's shat the bed in so many eliminations i'm sorry but Corey Listen, is not somebody to be feared. I'm Nelson and Zach Cooper's Corey. And we got our boy Jack in here who represents Hunter. We're the real young bucks. And I ain't going to tolerate what you have to say. All right. Nelson's better than Corey. I'm not saying anything about well, you. Relax. We know that. We know that. Yo, is, is, is that, that's, that's all your real genuine hair, right? The, no extensions in there? Yeah, this is my hair. Look at this. People would be so jealous of this hair. I, I, I cut it really short recently too. I'm Moroccan. This is like it comes with it, you know. Sis, you you gotta you gotta post your routine for some of these people that are looking to get fire hair. Oh, do you guys want to know what my routine is? Yeah, you gotta do your hair care um, routine. Here, I'll tell you guys what it is. It's don't wash your hair for months on end. That mm-hmm. is the routine, people. I swear to God, since February, I've washed my hair three times. Three times. Once I learned that, it really three was times. a game changer. Only three it, times. It's a game changer. Possible it could have only been two. Well, now that I'm in quarantine, I have nowhere to go. Although I did wash my hair last week, but um, but it'll be like this for a few weeks now. I'm not even kidding. You guys, if you can go forever with not washing your hair while you're in quarantine right now, do it. All these girls who wash their hair every other day, every few days, whatever it is, you're ruining your natural oils. You're ruining yeah. them. You make no your bounce really that way. Maybe hit yeah. it with the occasional dry shampoo. Yeah, dry y'all, shampoo y'all is nice. Good. I do have a oh, lot good. of spritzers and oils that I will randomly put in just to make it like smell delicious. Uh, <laughs> Zach did not just say sis. He did. He did say sis, you guys. I'm hip. He did. Okay, so whatever. Rogan begging to go into elimination. And then he drops a line that uh, despite what people may think, he always wanted to go into elimination. Excuse me? Excuse me, Rogan? Rogan spinning Excuse the narrative. Me? Are we backtracking now? We are back, back, backtracking. I could not believe it when he dropped that line. I was like, Rogan, please, please, son, you're hurting me. Okay, so then we get into the tribunal. Pretty quick deliberation. I think they all know CT is going to end up voting himself in, so it doesn't really matter. They pick Nelson and Rogan, and then they pick Bear. And I quote, <laughs> he loves the attention. That's the reason why they put him in there, which I just absolutely love. What a great reason. Bear goes in first, and he says he doesn't want to go in. He wants Nelson to go in. I thought that was a little bit weird. I didn't really understand the whole point there. And then Nelson goes in, and he says eliminations are his thing. This is where we get some of that controversial line dropping from him. He's Listen, speaking the truth. He didn't go in there and say grammar is his thing or vocabulary is his thing. He did nope. not. He's at nope. elimination. So we got to give him a little something there, all right? Put some respect on Nelson Thomas, people. He, he, is, he is better at eliminations than he is at thinking which is great (laughs) then rogan goes in and he's saying he wants to go in he wants to take this guy out i'm sorry but rogan would not have bj 
in this elimination not even no, in the slightest yeah, yeah embarrassed embarrassed this is not something for beefcake rogan to compete in no okay so then we have jay versus rogan this was a phenomenal scene you had this jay was sat awesome. on the couch sat on the couch alone like this mm-hmm. just shitting on rogan as he walked through i wrote in my notes that this would be your favorite scene it is my favorite scene because favorite he was scene. I mean, to quote Anissa in Gauntlet 2, he was cutting Rogan with words. I will cut you with words. Oh, yeah. That's like what he did. Words. He's what? just like, Rogan, you're an idiot. Why do you want to take me out when you can do all this? Like, he, he was making, I wish I would have written it down. He made such great points. And you can tell he's just, he's a survivor player. That's what they have to do. They have to be able to make these points that stick with people and that fuck with them. And That's to tear true. him down like that. Get in their head. They got to get in their head. But the thing is, I feel like Jay is the type of person who's not going to dwell on things he can't control. I love his attitude. I fucking love his attitude. So he sat there and he's like, he's not going to be quiet. He's not going to, you know, I don't know. He's not going to pander to someone just because he doesn't, ha- you know, because he's going in or because he's at the bottom of something. You saw him on Survivor. The guy made some big moves against his own numbers, albeit they were his own uh, demise in the end. But still, you know, he was not afraid to make moves. And I thought that came out, that came across so well in this scene. And I hate people who can't speak, you know? I hate when someone sat there and someone's just talking to them and giving them shit. Or there's, like, a lot of tension in the air and no one's saying anything about it. It's like, just, well, like, what the fuck? Like, who cares? You know, you guys already sent me in. Why am I going to sit here and be super silent? What's the point of that? So what if I go home? I can't do a little shit talking beforehand. He's just not afraid to put himself out there and he has no fear. If he would have lost against CT, I can guarantee you he would have handled it really well and with a lot of grace, right? And just yeah. like he won with a lot of grace because he, you can see it in him. He's the type of person where his entire life is not dependent on whether or not he wins or loses a game, but it would be phenomenal if he did, right? And Robert that's a just quoted... Robert just quoted my favorite Jay moment from Millennials vs. Gen X when he blindsides Michaela and she looks at him right in the eyes and Michaela's a very intimidating woman and she goes, did you do that? And Jay looks right back at her. He says, yep, I did it. I did that. That was a beautiful moment. Fucking awesome. That was a beautiful moment. Beautiful moment. People are always trying to pretend like they weren't a part of of the plans during Tribal Mm -hmm. and when it's over, they're always like, oh, Oh my God, I can't believe that person got voted out that I voted for. I hate when they do that shit. It's just pointless. But yeah, Jay, Jay, honestly, he's been, he's been top notch. And I knew it before he even came in. I knew before, once I, once I watched his season of Survivor, I was hooked. That's the see. that's the first season I watched that got me into yeah. it. You know? Yeah. It really me- is an awesome season. It's a top 10 season of Survivor. Most people would probably have it even higher. They probably have it close to top five. It doesn't quite make my top five, but it's absolutely like if you're going to watch a season of newer Survivor, you have to watch yeah. Second Chances and you have to watch Millennials vs. Gen X. Yeah, Second Chance was great too. Fuck, that was a good one. Um, yeah. Okay, so we go into Purgatory. Oh, Jay also, I did write a line that Jay mentioned to Rogan, which I think got to him in a in a way that was slightly scary, which was, I'm going to do my best to make sure you never get a chance to go in. And despite what Rogan may believe, Jay has a lot of pull in the house. Awesome. And he's gaining more pull every single day. And so Rogan is now thinking, shit, you know, maybe this guy is going to do something, especially after he wins and he comes back to the house. That's gotta, that's gotta put some sort of screws loose in Rogan's head. There's going to be some stress there. All right. We run into purgatory. We, get the tribunal tj asked them who they're going to send in 
and you know ct unzips his jacket all mighty and he goes i'm going in tej so they send in ct swaggy does nothing everything looks good from the swaggy bailey end they've just gained a lot of trust with the house uh by doing this which i thought was great and i again we see ct confused or not confused but insisting that he will likely not get another chance to go into elimination again and i just really feel like that is one of those bits of paranoia that's just in his head there's no way that there wouldn't be another chance for him to go it just feels off to me and if i was ct i would have waited i feel like there was too much pressure on that elimination there was just too i don't know you know when there's those kinds of eliminations where you feel so good going in those are the ones where you get screwed those are the ones that you should definitely stay away from and i feel like ct should have stayed far away from that elimination he has a lot better of a chance going against someone his own size who would have the same kind of skill set but jay came in there with a whole other ball game a whole other toolkit and i don't think that ct was prepared for that well what we ended up getting and maybe what ct saw and was hoping for was that um we got something that was kind of a takeoff of not so fast, which is my absolute favorite. Uh, not so fast is my second favorite elimination. Oh ever yeah. Are you the, so happy about yeah. that? It's my second favorite elimination ever behind the Holly versus Trishel hot pepper eating elimination from Inferno, uh, which they never brought back as a game, unfortunately. But um, so this not so fast kind of elimination, people will remember that CT beat Darrell on invasion in not so Pretty fast in what is, you know, what has been clearly the most impressive feat of this late run of older out of shape CT was him beating Darrell using this ingenious not strategy that it was, you know, just impossible for anyone to, to get through. Like he did it so perfectly. So CT sees this and he's going based on that. He says, you guys know I can tie a knot. I, I'm going to use this to my advantage, but he was going up against someone who comes from a game where you have to specialize in second level thinking. Mm. So Jay understands I'm not as big as this guy. I'm not as strong as him. And you have to specialize I, in knots. Yeah. Yeah. So what I need to do is I need to come up with a strategy that will wear him out. So what did he do? He grabbed all these cinder blocks and he laid them in front of the bunker and he started wrapping his chains through the cinder blocks obviously the ropes were too thick it would have taken yeah. up too much time trying to get the ropes there so he got all the chains the people were laughing at him for carrying the chains first and he started he started threading them through the cinder blocks and that completely wore ct out but you know before we even get to that point once ct goes down there that is when editing starts laying it on oh. so thick they laid it on the whole episode but this yeah. part was even worse than when they start oh my god it was just bad Anyways, just so you guys know what the elimination breakdown is, I'm sure most of you guys have seen it, but there was a bunker for each of them and they have to use all the materials given. There was like a whole pile of a bunch of crap that they could use to barricade the bunkers. Uh, after 20 minutes, they each got a trade and then they had to get into the bunker and flip a switch, the light that was inside the bunker. So it was basically not so fast but with a bunker and with more supplies, if you will. And they really laid it on thick. Once CT was doing all of his knot work, all of this, you saw editing. I mean, these were quick cuts. This was like watching a fucking YouTube video. You know, they, yeah. they were they were just back to back. Oh, there's no chance. Jay has no chance. There's yeah. no chance. They're, they're setting CT up for the fall. They're showing all of his old highlights. Everyone's talking about how insanely good and intimidating CT is. 
And it was just this perfect bit of synergy because this, mm. this is happening in conjunction with all these weeks. It feels like me and Robert have been telling everyone like, guys, I feel like CT's kind of overrated. He's actually, you know, he doesn't have you a very and Robert good elimination are like record. A vicious troll team. I know because we, oh, there's a oh, sweester in the background. We got a sweester in the background. Um, Which one is that? Eva or Tova? I think it's um, Eva. It's Eva. Good, good um, spot, Zach. Thank you. I pay attention. Um, so, <laughs> we, you know, we've been putting CT on blast. And, and honestly, it really started with the challenge mania, the challenge madness thing. Because yeah, people were amazing. so, they were just touting CT. And then people have been coming onto Facebook, like CT is amazing. This girl, this girl just posted this thing of, of Brad, who, by the way, remember when Brad retired from challenges? Now he's trying to get back on the show. Love you, wait, Brad. Wait, we keep doing he, you. Did he actually retire? Or did, was yeah, he, like po- a- he made a whole tweet like, I have a real job now. I'm not going to be on the challenges anymore. And now he job? wants back in. Yeah, What's he wants back job? in. So anyways, this girl does typical like Twitter stand stuff. And, and she made some kind of comment about how CT would wreck Brad and anything. So then Brad answers back and Brad's like, yeah, maybe in a hall brawl because he's so much bigger than me. But I, I would like I would work. I would put in work on him. And people are getting all indignant about it. Like how dare Brad say that he would beat CT, blah, 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 Brad blah, 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 For most part. Yeah. So um, then we see a person who is completely different from what his fans have held him up to be. We saw an older, broken... He was just so out of shape. Out of shape man. And he needs this goes in line... Endurance. That's what he... Shiny, what do we... What, what do we say every season? One of the most annoying things that the CT stands do at, at the start of every season, they say, oh yeah, Beast CT's back. He's been hitting the gym. He, he's getting back in okay, shape. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because that's not the fan saying that. That's CT saying that. He always posts these like, oh, I'm in shape videos and things like that now. Or like, you know, screenshots on the treadmill yeah. and shit. And yeah, then he him, comes him into the season and he's elliptical. not in fucking shape. Like, like that's you know, not back, our fault. Back when gyms were open, advertising. Um, I would go to the gym and every night that I was there, I'd be running on a treadmill and there'd be this old guy next to me and he had, you know, like a, a big belly. And he's always there doing like, you know, 10 miles on the treadmill, but he's walking the treadmill. But some people and that's like, like walk. I just picture that. That's what CT does. CT's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to go get my workout in. I'm going to go walk 10 miles. Uh, <laughs> no, he, if you watch he invasion, fucks he fucks with if them. you watch invasion up to now, I mean, he really, he's looking worse every season. He's looking more out of shape every season that he comes back. And unfortunately, for us who have held up the ideal of challengers who smoke cigarettes and still dominate, yeah, that's we're not catching the bad anymore. side of it. That's not happening. We need Nani to dominate so we can get a smoker to dominate. Like that's yeah, what we need. CT smoker you know, CT. You know, Jordan not really smokes helping. a lot of weed. Jordan smokes a lot of weed. Yeah, but we we weed like count? no, you need count? cigarettes. You need some. You need something with carcinogens in it. All right. <laughs> I put tobacco in my J's. I feel like that counts. <laughs> okay all right i would count that sure i'm i'm good with that i was funny i was watching one of their lives i never tune into the lives but everybody's been quarantine living these days so i was on instagram and tori had a live and uh she was gonna turn the camera to jordan and she stopped and she goes wait are you doing anything illegal <laughs> <laughs> and he was just rolling a j she's like not in this state but i mean that could have meant anything else like she was probably worried about something else i don't know i'm just saying i just think i don't know i don't know, I don't know. you're always you're always looking for that you're always I'm looking all, for that slant i'm just looking to see who's partying and who's not you know what i'm saying okay i so, got you 
this whole elimination was a bit of a clusterfuck with all the materials, you know, it was whatever. There was multiple strategies being put in place. And CT's main focus was getting these knots done, these ropes, these chains, these things just all knotted up, you know, so it would be impossible for Jade to storm through the door. But again, on Survivor, their whole thing is fucking knots. Like they all study knots to go on to Survivor. Yeah. It's, it's one of the, it's, it's one of their little manuals that they have to look up. And they also probably learn so much about knot work before they go on there because they're, you know, most of them trained to, to be able to perform on the show. So this is not something that I think would deter Jay. And it was a bad strategy to take against someone who's from fucking Survivor. This is the strategy to use against someone like Corey. Um, okay, so then damn. Then on Jay's side, his strategy is just putting a bunch of shit as much as he possibly can. He wants it to be a, a constant movement for CT that he's having to move these cinder blocks, these big container things, these other little rocks. I mean, he's just shoving everything he possibly can in front of this fucking door. And I think that was the strategy to take, like Robert said at one point, uh, where Jay was smarter because he put a bunch of smaller stuff in front of the door because the door had to fully open. Whereas CT was putting some bigger stuff. So yeah, it's heavier. It's going to be harder to move. But once you're done with it, you're done with it. You know, when you're not, you know, Jay's had all this other shit that he had in front of his. So I really do think that Jay had a great strategy for tonight. And the editing made it seem like it was within seconds that they had. Yeah. That it had happened. Do I believe that? Who the fuck knows? I, I, I don't. And it's, so Jay was essentially because of the way he was threading the chain through the cinder blocks, he was making CT pick up how we don't even know how many cinder blocks yeah. and they weigh, you know, let's say they weigh uh, 15 to 20 pounds and he's having to pick them up one after the other and try and break them on the ground and slam them, rather yeah. than having to having to get the chain out of them. And it really wore him out. And also it seems like just based on the way CT said, you know, I should have, I should have tied up my loose ends. It seems like his knot wasn't as secured as he would have wanted it to be. And it did yeah, seem like that at one point, shit. like, yeah, like Jay's shit. going through the ropes and all of a sudden he just opens the door. It's almost like the rope just fell off and he opens the door and he gets in, beats him. It was great. Well, the thing is on, on with knots and stuff, if you're looping things through, you have to make sure that you're tying it off properly because if you're just looping stuff through, then there could be a, a possibility for someone to just pull the loop on the other end. And that could be half yeah. the knot undone. So yeah. I, I do think that CT really fucked up in that department majorly. Um, and you know, when J Jay hit himself in the, in the face with the door, that was a pretty epic moment. So he, <laughs> it was, it was almost surprising to him when he had opened it up. Uh, but I do think he realized he was getting closer. Now, Greg had a good comment earlier. He asked if you th if we think that projection made last week's elimination so easy in order to lure the guys into sending themselves in this week. And I don't know if That's they did that for sure, but it definitely worked out in that way, I, in my opinion. Because CT, I'm in a state where something like that. I'm not really trusting production that much in terms of making like smart decisions. So I, I'm kind of biased in thinking that, that they wouldn't have done that. But I, I hope they would have, because it would mean that they do have some some smart people calling the shots. And that they're thinking that they're yeah. thinking. Yeah, they're thinking a couple steps ahead. Yeah, that's good. Um, OK, so ends up being Jay winning, obviously. And CT talking about how he needs a tune up if he wants to continue playing at a high level. Who knows if he does? Jay expresses this is like a dream come true for him. He's like talking to CT. He's like, listen, this is my dream. I can't believe I just beat you and ct's like don't make it weird for me and jay's like this is weird i can't help it which i thought was a phenomenal little interaction on their end listen if yeah. you grew up watching the challenge then yeah competing against someone like ct and beating them that is probably a fucking dream come true 
that's, yeah. that's an iconic moment to be able to have. So I'm all for team Jay right now. I absolutely loved it. And watching him cry at the end, just, huh. that was awesome. Yo, that gave me tears. That gave me tears. That gave me tears. That was so authentic. And we say it all the time. There's just not enough authenticity on this show. So to mm. see that was really great. Moment and of real happiness. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it's overshadowed by the fact that, like, there's just this image burned in my brain of, of CT so hobbling dramatic. out, just oh, hobbling God. like that an old man. Burned in your brain for life now? Even, even if the back thing was him, like, faking it, he was still limping. He was still limping like, like he needs a new hip or something. And well, I agree with Jack. I agree with Greg in, in that like this this was definitely significantly easier than not so fast in terms of being an elimination which, yeah. which has that thick rope that you're harnessed to and like that's that's and you're such carrying a cool the whole rope you're carrying yeah. it I yeah mean. so just overall um it was it was cool though it was a great like uh it, it was a nice spin on an elimination that I feel should be in the position where it's featured every season in the same way that some of these others are and Jay, to go back to the main point of, of, of this episode of ours, which, which is reputation, Jay is an example of a rookie who is earning a reputation. The way mm. that people in the past have talked about Tori on Dirty 30 or Maddie on War of the Worlds 1. It's so what annoying when you Jay, talk about Tori's reputation. What Jay is doing, so what Jay is doing on this season. Yo, how tall is this Jay? This is how you, he's like five four five five he's, he's not five four is he yeah five, he's four, tiny and and that's that's why all right maybe five five but that that's that's why people are going for him he's probably the shortest guy in the house um <laughs> but so oh, overall like this, way, this guy, guy comes out get, that's how you get zach to, to shut up you just ask him about height <laughs> <laughs> my mind just immediately yeah i just start thinking about my my mental height chart that i have um he, you're like here's yeah. Jay at the way bottom <laughs> but oh yeah overall um he's won the first two eliminations he showed what he could do in the first one and then he takes out a legend who was really like ct was fit to be knocked off his perch and tonight mm. jay did it and it was mm. the most unlikely guy according to the perspective of the people in that house it was the most unlikely guy to do it who even and, knows if um, they really thought that it could have just been editing and production like who even knows you know yeah. maybe they don't maybe uh, they don't even I, I agree I agree with that. They, they definitely should have been, they shouldn't, I'm sure they knew some of his reputation coming in and, and they would have been scared. Um, CT, that's a big feather in Jay's cap. Jay should be looked at as someone to be scared of now. And honestly, I don't know if that'll happen. I feel like he might still keep getting thrown in just, just because they're like, we, just like, we got to get this guy out of here. So I, I think he'll probably keep going in. I think that they're going to end up scapegoating with J with Jay a lot this season. But what do you think, Robert's bringing up an interesting point. Like, what do you think is going to happen to the second skull what do you think multiple skulls is going to mean for someone down the road they've got they've got to come into play i don't think it's going to mean anything it's, it it's good. he's going to have more skulls on his helmet uh-oh uh-oh janelle right, trying to tell me they can't look janelle, janelle. said that cam is 5a and for the sake of my own happiness i'm going to agree with her and say that you are wrong <laughs> she's not she's tiny you guys look there's there's a there's two sources that i don't trust when someone is 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 trying to find someone's height one googling it because it is inaccurate no I don't matter lie what about my height people don't lie about their height zach people on television do okay but but females don't we don't care absolutely about being tall. we don't care about being tall 
No the, woman is these like, people oh, are alive because they no height is an important measurement for people. If not you're on a show, women. if you're on a competition show, not you want it to women. you want it to seem like you're tall. I don't trust what they say, and I don't I, trust what Google says because it's I, coming from I, them. I, I think this whole height matters thing is only inside guys' heads. I really don't think that this is not. First of all, Cam is definitely six five or above. Um, <laughs> second of all, I don't think she would lie. Like I'm five three people when I stand up tall. And that is the truth. That is the truth. Why would I have any need to go around saying that I'm taller than I am? It makes no sense. If you're a guy, you want to be taller because you think that it's cooler for some reason. But girls the on the is, challenge think that the taller they are, like the better their reputation is. That's why. That's why Maddie was labeled the new Laurel by Adam or by Adam. Yeah, exactly. By when we get our when we get our side by side picture when I'm wearing super flat sandals, like that's gonna be epic. Like we should just no, be well, both be barefoot. We should honest, both be no, honestly what we should do, we should bury me in the sand and take like a foot off of me. <laughs> <laughs> and just just like and then it was he was lying the whole time. He's so short. Look. Calhoun's like five five, you guys. No, not really. I'm <laughs> six foot people. So if if you think Cam's five eight, you line her up against me. We'll see. All right, I think Cam is like five seven. I think she's five six. <laughs> no, you didn't say that before. You said five five. I did. I'm up in her. She's five six. All right, all right. She's up. She's up. Um, okay, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's been phenomenal. I'm gonna go live pretty soon on my Instagram at Shawnee Suisa. You can follow me there. Check us out on all the social media platforms. You can follow Zach as well at decal77 and thingnackpodcast.com is our website where you can get all of our written content. <laughs> I have a tickle in my throat. I uh -oh. am so uh -oh. excited for tonight's Mimuna. It's going to be phenomenal. Of course, our sponsor is Stitcher Premium Weight. Now my eye is watering. <laughs> you got Rona? I got the Rona, guys. It's you might want to sanitize that microphone before before one of the other Sweesters touches it. Thank oh you guys God, for joining guys, in. I have the Rona. Uh, we, we excellent guys, the comments were so popping. I feel like I missed so much, but God, like I appreciate every, I appreciate all of the participation. Like we're all stuck inside. This is what we got to do. This is what we got to talk about. The, the King CT. I mean, guys, you got to tune in to, to challenge fans and challenge talk and all things of challenge this week, just to see what the fallout is, what the arguments are going to be. Oh my God. This watering left eye is actually hilarious right now to me. Okay. You guys, I love you so much. What a phenomenal, <laughs> what a phenomenal live tonight. Thank you guys. hundred viewers at one point. It was awesome. Mm, it was mm, awesome. Mm, mm, and mm. it was really fun to have a little solo time with you guys all before Calhoun came in and ruined the potty. How about it? We'll see you guys next week. How about it? We're possibly this weekend for Survivor Talk. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Let's go.